But could you pay me in advance? <laughs> you serious? Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? presidential than any president that's ever held this office. You big dummy! When you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. All right, so I started the show. Here we are. All right. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome uh, to, you know, the show. Yeah. Yeah, this show used to be weekly, and now it's, uh, hey, when we can do this, we're going to put one out within, well, it's almost, within two yeah, weeks I mean, of the things, last one. Yeah, things were weird. Um, yeah, everything's, everything's all over yeah. the place. But no, we've got a ton of stuff to talk about. We've got two episodes of Loki to talk about, two episodes of Bad Batch. Yep. Um, so, good, let's just let's dig in. Where do you want to start? Let's do Bad Batch first, because I think Loki's going right. to be a longer conversation. So first, I want to point out, in the episode before the last one, so in episode 10, yeah, um, there was this quick little continuity mess up that was that that, that happened. Okay. And it's about, like, if you watch it, you'll see like that robot, who was like the leader's robot sidekick there. Um, like the robot runs off mm. at some point. But then, like, when the shot comes back, um, the robot is still standing behind that Imperial lady. Oh, okay. So it's just a weird little, like, no, 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 that robot already ran off. So, uh, but um, Unless it anyway. ran off and came back? I don't know. No, no, no. There would be no reason to. That's true. That's true. So, so what yeah, was- it was just a weird, you know. Yeah. I'd like to think that, you know, in like two months or so, I'll be able to watch that episode again and it'll be fixed. You know, <laughs> they fix that stuff sometimes. So. so the episode was basically about this planet that um, had to submit to the Empire. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'll tell you, I think that, you know, yeah, sure. They didn't, you know, the Bad Batch guys didn't want to work with separatists understandable um but now it's it's i mean the the political landscape is shifting in the galaxy yeah um, that was that was the big thing about it was they couldn't get over the fact that they used to be a separatist planet and that now there's no such thing yeah so is that is that is that a, a a discussion about like post civil war uh, America and how people thought about the South, like immediately um, after know. the Civil War. I don't know yeah, either, but it's interesting. I kept I kept yelling at the screen. I'm like, they're not fucking separatists anymore, right? They're not much in the same way that the Empire isn't the Republic anymore. Yeah, you know, the Republic was the good guys, and you've got people who were part of that who are now, yeah, quote unquote, the bad guys. Well, I think. You know? 
Do you Admiral th- Ularin is a great example. Yeah. You know, he was one of those guys that you always kind of trusted in the Clone Wars. Yeah. And next thing you know, it's just like, oh. Yeah, he's, he's running the Imperial security guy bureau. The, yeah. yeah. He's that white-haired guy who dies on the Death Star. Yeah. So do you think this is a way to show that they are having a hard time adjusting to um, everything that's going on? I mean, they... they well, I- they don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. They can't work with separatists. Like that's. I gonna... think it's sort of showing that um, one, they're kind of isolated as to what else is going on in the galaxy, and that things are so much in flux. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys now? Yeah, you know? but if they're... their world, their world isn't as black and white as it once was. Right, and I think it's funny they're doing mercenary missions, but they they have a conscience and i don't think you can be that kind of person you can't be like oh well look at these poor people over here while we go and rescue this person over there if you're going to be a mercenary which is you know that's what they are they're doing jobs for pay right with with military precision yeah. then um you got to you got to just go and and do it yeah go where the money is i mean yeah. the days of the a team are long ago well, you can't really, yeah. you can't pick your, you can't pick. You got to just go. Yeah, I mean, what? I mean, we had we had um, in the newer episode, which is basically about Ryloth. Um, you you have Cham who was uh, fighting with the Republic and now is against the Empire. Um, but Bad Batch only shows up to deliver weapons, so now they're gun yeah. runners. Well. <clears throat> Just getting back to that episode before that for one quick second. Um, I like the fact that the sort of the B story yeah. with Omega hanging out with Rhea Perlman and Cheers. Yeah. Um, she like, like cleared the debt. So now that bullshit about, oh, well, we have a debt to Sid that we have to do this job for. It's like, that's done now. Which is good. Which is good because it allows the story to kind of move a little bit more forward. Because yeah. one, I don't understand when they're just like, "Yeah, okay, fuck you, Sid. Uh, we're leaving." Like, well, then she would she would alert the yeah, empire. Yeah, it's fine. She'd rat them out. But, yeah, you know they're pretty good at, at being fugitives. So but, yeah, uh, but they it's good they that that's should like done. stop wearing the armor though. I mean that's a yeah, dead that would fucking help. giveaway. Yeah, they're all different. They're not cl- very clone-looking, so they could get away with not needing right. that um, that armor. Right. So get rid of that, and yeah, they're just like you know normal folks. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, it was really fun to see a young Hera. Yeah, that was nice. A lot of good. I don't even want to call it fan service, but it was just kind of cool. Like, oh, all right, young no, Hera. No, because that's, that's neat. That's the way the planet set up. Cham was the the resistance leader. He was married. He had a kid who was Hera, and um, that's it's just that's how it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just thought that was um, that was great. It was really fun. Um, nice to see Chopper again. Nice to see the uh, Y wing crashed in their front yard. Yeah, that was nice. I like that. But it's been it's so funny to think like like I think in that Rebels episode when they go to her place that fighter debris is still there mm. that would it's make sense like, that's right, not yeah, that's yeah. not easy to move it's been 18 years well i mean, I mean <laughs> if your parents get killed by the empire you're not thinking about landscaping 
Yeah, sure. I mean, the woman, like, the, the, the dad's not dead. I mean, yeah, sure, I guess. I just thought it was funny. It's just like, man, no, you know, clean up the yard. No, so, I mean, I mean, he's not dead yet. Yeah, that's true. Soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, real uh, soon. But I yeah, I was, um, I was, I, I really enjoyed that. And I'm glad that they're, they're doing stuff like that, you know, yeah. um, even though people will scream small universe bullshit. Then that would be um, you usually. Right. Yeah. So if I'm not bitching about it, nobody can, because I'm usually like at the forefront of that, but I'm just totally fine with it. Yeah. No, this one, this one makes sense because Ryloth was, uh, that was a huge campaign for the clones. So of course the, um, the, the batch would the <laughs> puberty. So of course yeah. the batch would go through and, and help out old friends. That, that one makes sense. And Hera wanting to be a pilot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, and I thought all that was, was really, really cool. It's also like really cool. Like, cause there's a, there's a book with like where Kanan meets Hera. Ah. So that's kind of cool. So it's kind of cool to like go back even further when she's a kid. I just thought that was kind of neat. Oh yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't put it together that so far they've met, um, half of, of, of Spectre, um, of the, of the crew of the ghost. Yeah, exactly. And that, yeah, Hera and Kanan are about the same age. Yep. And Chopper. We got Chopper there. I just, yeah, man, the, ch- huh? No, I was just going to say Chopper's in good shape for being so old. Yeah. I was, I was really kind of hoping he'd have a different looking like main body or something to like, he still got the personality, but like he used to have a full size R five body or something, and he he's he's had to be modified since. But uh, makes sense if it's a little droid for a little kid. Sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Hey, did you see? Just speaking of Star Wars, did you see that um, there is some some talk about Star Wars detours? I guess Seth yeah. was talking about it somewhere. Yeah. It's just like, oh, the the Star Wars series you'll never see, or it's just like I I love these articles, the Star Wars series that that Disney doesn't want you to see. It's just like, yeah. oh Jesus! It's just a bunch I, of jokes. I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. And no one would ever consider that it needs to fit within canon. I think I think event. I think we're gonna see it eventually, but not anytime soon. No, because the last article I know. read said Disney said no. Yeah, and I don't. And there's got to be someone in Disney somewhere who's going to be just like, "Look, man, it's paid for. It's done. Just throw it out there. The yeah. fans will fucking love it. Just put out what's finished. And, and yeah. if it's and if it's not for kids necessarily, then you put the warning on it. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I just I think it, it looks super fun. I was bummed that it got shelved. Yeah. Um, but just take it off the shelves. What is it? It's going to be like 17 clicks to get it online. <laughs> Jesus. You know, cut and paste, man. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. But I did read um, Seth Green said the main problem he sees with it is that the humor is dated now. So it, it wouldn't play as well. Some of the jokes. Half I don't, the jokes you know what? Or whatever. I don't think so. I, I think no. That, I mean, I mean. Well, the, he's the writer, so I mean, he would yeah. know. But I think that Star Wars fans are going to get it. They know that it's older. 
you know, and yeah. so what? It's like, it's Star Wars and it's funny, so let's do it. Yeah, I just want to see, they, I saw some really cute um, clips uh, with Zuckus and Forlom and they, they look like plush toys. And I'm like, I just want to see, I just want to see them. Because they don't, they don't get any attention. Everybody else, every fucking buddy else gets attention except the last two bounty hunters in Empire Strikes Back. Like fucking come well, on, they better show up in Book of Boba Fett. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. That's probably where we're gonna see him. I hope, I really do. Just don't make them bumbling. Make them like just middle ground effective, and that'll be fine. The thing you know. is, though, it's like Mandalorian stuff, and I think Book of Boba Fett will go the same way. I don't. I mean, there hasn't been any of that like bumbling slapstick kind of no. stuff. No, closest so, we got was that dipshit bounty hunter. Um, in when uh, Fennec was introduced, that oh, Toro, yeah. whatever his name was. Oh uh, yeah. How'd yeah. you like and, to? And, and the Amy Sedaris, you know, she's a little kind of, you know, she feels very holiday specialish. Yeah, she's, although, I mean, she's like desert eccentric. Yeah. Right? She's just enough where she's just friendly enough to survive there without being a mean person, I think. Right. So, um, yeah, so good, good stuff going on with Star Wars. Yeah. Have, um, Oh, there was another thing I had I wanted to talk. Oh, just speaking of Disney Plus, did you see any of the monsters at work? No. Stuff. Oh, no. Two episodes. It's really cute. They got a lot of the big names in there. John Goodman and Billy Crystal are in it. There's a lot of like big names in it. And oh. it's cute. It's fine. I, the I don't know how much looked, they'll do looked, with it. Looked simple and unfinished and I'm what? like, eh. The artwork, it looked kind of simple and unfinished. Um, it, You know what? I didn't notice anything, like, really. I mean, it's fine mm. for TV. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things that'd be like, you know what? If there wasn't streaming, it would have been, like, one of these, like, they probably would have done, like, a small movie that would have been, like, direct to DVD yeah, okay. of, you know, this new guy going to work for Monsters and, you know, he thinks he's going to go there. He's like a like a graduate from the university and he thinks he's going to go scaring people. And it's right after they figured out that oh. laughter makes more power. So he's just like, yeah, but I'm a really good scarer. They're just like, ah, oh, we'll make you work in maintenance. Uh. So, so and then... Uh, Interesting, then, like, interesting social commentary. I think it's really, it's really interesting. It's just like, yeah, we don't need you to do this. So, but um, then they're gonna have Mike start teaching comedy classes to new recruits. So okay. he'll start, you know, learning how to be a comic, so that he can go and instead mm. of scaring, then this new graduate can go and do stuff that's, uh, you know, instead of scaring, do stuff that's funny. Okay. So, okay. So it's—I mean—it's a cute premise, and it's perfectly fine. Um, so, all right. I saw it. And I'm like, eh, okay, that's something. I just—I just—it didn't—it didn't. No reason for it to rise to the top of my to watch list. Oh no, not at all. So. I was disappointed with the um, the Simpsons Loki thing. Oh, I didn't watch that at all. Oh, I just—it was too short. Oh, 
I, I thought it was going to be like Simpsons episode length, and it's like six minutes. Oh, okay. I haven't liked any of the shorts, I think, ever that they've done. Yeah, they're just like kind of throwaways, but it was just like, man, that's it. That was over so quick. Yeah. I I don't know. I tried watching the last two seasons of the show, and I think I think it's... I think it's run its course, to be honest. I don't it know. hasn't hit forty years yet. Almost. That how many how many more years? Uh like another eight. Yeah, that's mm. no one's ever gonna touch that record, so I think they're okay. But you know what? That's if people true. still watch it, who am I? Who am I to say anything? Yeah. It's just it's I've fallen out. It's it's fallen off my radar because I just don't. I think that there's there's so much other, especially animation stuff out there, that it doesn't seem special or different anymore. Yeah, and I think we've also moved past the point of the troublemaker kid, the doofus dad, the put upon mother. Yeah, the doofus dad thing I think is is done, and there's only so much. Like a lot of their stock and trade was in like parody and stereotypes, yep. and I think that. In a lot of ways, that's not working anymore. No, you know, no, it's not the way comedy goes. So yeah, so I mean, if you look at something like um, like Bob's Burgers, where your characters are set, you know, um, the comedy comes out of the. I mean, it's situation comedy. It comes out of the situation you put them in. You know, at one point, the family wants to win five hundred dollars because that would really help them this month. So they enter into a contest, a float contest, in a in a thing called Bogta Beach, which is a parade that um, is very um, flamboyant. I guess I guess it's it's sort of almost like a gay pride parade the way people uh, dress and act, um, and it's the situations that they're put in that make it funny. It's not anything nice. stupid cool. or smart or whatever that the that the all of the characters do what they do within their capabilities. You know? Like, so Linda, yeah. the mom, she they're going to have them all dress up as condiments for this burger float. And she makes a pickle like outfit. <laughs> and um, and it's raining that day. And, and, and the kid says, um, these, these, these costumes are soaking up water like they're made out of sponges. And she's like, I did use sponges for all the bumps on the thing. And uh, but everybody is dressed as a pickle, and they're like, "Why are we all pickles, Linda?" Well, I made one, and it came out so good, I just kept making them. You know, something like that. <laughs> like, like she yeah. she's good at it, and she just made more. And that's the kind of stuff that I I I like. That's it's character driven. It's not. That's that's probably why I never liked Family Guy all that much, because it was just it felt like. After a while, the asides were just too much. Well I, well, I found with Family Guy that you can't binge it. Mm. Like, you can't watch, like, three or four episodes at, at a time because that cutaway thing just becomes headache-inducing. It mm. goes, it's just like, it's like a couple of lines of, like, story movement, setup, cutaway. Yeah. And then it's okay, story movement, setup, 
cutaway and yeah. you started to like get it's like oh, okay here's the rhythm of the show and taken piece by piece one or two episodes at a time that's fine but you can't yeah. like oh i'm gonna binge a season of family guy it's just like mm, no you're not but it's i mean that's not even a doofus dad that's a mentally like deficient father right there yeah i don't know so yeah, I I I feel bad. I want to like The Simpsons still, but I just I can't I can't get into it anymore. Yeah. So yeah. Um, for my birthday, I yeah, got, it was your birthday on the fourth because I remember you get week. fireworks. Yes. You and my cousin have birthdays on the fourth, huh? Um, so what'd you um, say? I, Fuck fireworks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hate them. They're boring. They've been the same for 5,000 years. I don't mind fireworks as long as, like, you're not in the neighborhood setting them off um, for a fucking week. When there's Yeah, did you have a lot of that in your neighborhood? Not a lot. Not a lot, but they were close enough to scare the dogs, which... Yeah, that's annoying. Like, I don't have anybody in my house with... um, With military, like, PSD from battle and stuff, but I see what it does to these, these poor animals, and I can't imagine what it does to a person. How fucking selfish do right? you have to be to want to blow something up on a day where we're celebrating the independence of the country f- because of people that fought for it? Like, really? You're going to blow shit up and possibly traumatize a soldier who... Uh, fuck you. Right? Just, just fuck you. Yeah, it's just plus it's you know how it's dangerous and wildfire, especially and if it's dry, which it ha- it yeah. had been up to that point. It'd been pretty dry, so it's like fucking idiots. Um, well, I got that book, um, the the paperback of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ugh. I mean, yeah, it's oh, it's so good. I read the opposite of a review of oh, that. Oh, the book is is re- it's a really really interesting sort of take of the story because it doesn't like it it adds a bunch of stuff, it it moves a bunch of stuff around and it's um it's kind of fun. Okay. So, yeah, so I just want to throw that out there. Um so, yeah, it's really fun. I I I'd, I'd recommend it. Okay. So as a nice, um, <clears throat> as it's a it's a fun standalone. I think it could stand alone if you haven't seen the movie, and if you have seen the movie, uh, the differences are um, they're they're kind of fun. They're I would say enhancements. Okay. So gives you a little depth to some of the characters. And, well, God knows um, they need that. Well, no, I disagree. So, but I thought that movie that was argument. just meandering, just jerking off in front well, I've of the watched camera. The, I've watched the movie recently as well, and I think the movie holds up. I think it's fun. It didn't holds feel up. as long as it was. I what know, it's it only hold? like two years can, old. Yeah, two years ago. <laughs> I fucking hope it what holds I'm up after two years. For a long movie, it's it didn't it doesn't feel long. Like sometimes I'll watch Hateful Eight and it'll be and you start to feel the length of that movie. I don't. I don't see why everybody loves his movies so much. I really don't. There was what was the point of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? What was going on there? It 
was just sort of a, I don't know, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say love letter to a time, but it was just like a, an, an homage to a, a, a point in time. So, a sh- apparently a shitty point in time when you could kill your yeah. wife and get away with it and be misogynistic and a drunk asshole. Well, it's really interesting. It's so interesting how they address, oh, hold on. like how the, hold on. how the book addresses. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I accidentally unplugged my headphones, and I, I absolutely want to hear what you're saying. <laughs> He's like, fuck you, I don't want to hear what you're saying. Yeah, about no, that's, that's what my headphones so, said. No, but the way the book um, <clears throat> handles the like Cliff killing his wife, mm. it's just like, yeah, yeah, he did it, right? Yeah, we and, all knew that. We all watched well, the movie. Yeah, but it's, it's so funny, because the first time I watched the movie, it was just like, one could argue that there's a little bit of ambiguity as to whether he meant it. But in the, in the moment when he does it, and the way it explains it, and then what he does subsequent, like afterwards, the way, like, it, it says, like, it never occurred to him not to try to get away with it. Like, it was just like, yeah, just tell them it was an accident. And just... Um, yeah, and the minute he did it, he said, I felt kind of bad about it. But she was a cunt, and I'm not going to miss her. And there may be one or two other people who might miss her. But, um, you know, no great loss. <laughs> it was just so, like, deadpan about it. It was it was sort of some interesting sort of frosting on that whole, that whole thing. So, See, that doesn't um, appeal to me at all. Like, I just think it's well. I mean, it, I don't relate to it, but I just think it's an interesting way to draw a character. I guess, but not your main character. You're supposed to like care about and follow. I I still do. I am just like, all right, yeah, this happened, and he's he's. I think it accentuates like the 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 notion that there's no black and white. Things are gray. Life is gray. Yeah. So, and I think that that's just yet one more example of that. All right. So, I'm enjoying the read. That's that's good. Honestly, I'm not being <laughs> sarcastic. I know that sounded like it, but if you enjoy it, that's great. Exactly. I think Tarantino now is blowing himself. <laughs> you know, Hateful Eight looked beautiful, but I can chalk that up to the cinematographer and then he made a three hour bottle episode (laughs) and in Um, the middle of it there was a fucking narrator and then a huge unneeded story about a (laughs) blowjob that honestly when the narrator came in I'm like what the fuck is going on Seriously, what the fuck is... Why? Why do you have to narrate at this... Why does it have to be your voice narrating at this point? And then, you know, Sam Jackson's story. It's like... I don't know. It just it just struck me as so wrong. <laughs> Not the story, but like... The decision to put it in the movie. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I'm a fan. I know. 
Hey, um, I know you're a big fan of It's Always Sunny. Yeah. So, um, Rob McElinney, whatever his name is. Yep. Um, his other show, Mythic Quest. Have you seen any of that? I started watching it and then for some reason didn't go back to it. But I, I oh, kind of, I, I kind of liked it. what I what I was seeing. It's just oh, really good. It's so funny. Hmm. It's so funny. I can't wait for it. Like I, I just sort of blew through it. I'm like, nah. all right, maybe just one more episode, one more. <laughs> He's like perfectly funny. Um, yeah, I liked just, what I saw, but I just, I don't know, maybe a new uh, show started. Go back and... to it. It's so good. Okay. Yeah, definitely go back to it. My favorite character is Poppy, the um, the Australian lead engineer. Oh, okay. Uh, she's great. Oh, God, that show is so good. Hmm. So funny. So that's the show I'm, I'm, I'm pushing these days. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Um, okay. Is it? I've got obviously. I've got a list of things to bring up. All <laughs> I'm right. Going through All my right. list. Um, the Olympics are bullshit. We've decided that's the thing, right? I don't. I uh, yeah. Like I said, when you posted, you know, fuck the. What did you post? I was just, oh, we all ready to just tell the Olympics to go fuck themselves. Yeah, I was ready when they wanted to come to Boston, like I had said yeah. on your in, and like in just all that that bullshit about her smoking weed and it's just like come on fuck you i mean they could have they could have said you know hey we're not gonna let her compete um because she said gay people should die in a pit that's something yeah well you just you know wrong and as awful as that is just i'm I'm sure you got a few maga folks running in the olympics so like i don't I, I just the whole once the Olympics because yeah. it's not special anymore. Once they went to this whole like, oh, we'll do the winter, and then in two years we'll do the summer, and then right. in two years we'll do the like, like it's obvious, like it's a shitty money grab. I mean, it always has been. Four, yeah, of course, but it's just like it's not special anymore. I always thought you know that that the that the Olympic Committee should buy an island. In the Mediterranean somewhere, or or some place that is not tropical but warm, like yeah. most of the time. Yeah, and they should set up an Olympic stadium and hotels and all that, and make it Olympic Island. It could be off of yeah. Greece because thanks Greece, you gave us the Olympics. Exactly. And um, that's it. That's where you go. It's just there, and the Olympic Committee through donations or solicitation or whatever um, maintains the facilities. Yeah. They, they could rent it out winter? for they could rent it out for training, you know? They could they Where could do they do, do that. winter? Where would they do winter? Where would they do winter? You could do that. Well, obviously you need some place with snow. Um <laughs> <laughs> Which is getting harder and harder to find. Right, exactly. Um, so, but there's got to be an island off of one of the fjords, like Finland, Norway, somewhere up there, right? Would you would you still have it every four years, or like the whole thing every four years, or like the like? Summer, well, that's the thing. They winter, get they get winter. They get more of an influx of um, of money. If they do it every two years instead of once every four years, 
because then people, athletes, whatever, are starved for games, right? Every 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 two years. If you do it every four years, then yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like releasing Armageddon and Deep Impact within you know six months of each other. Everybody's like, I saw that already. But if you separated them by two years, people go crazy for it. Yeah, no, I'd be up for just an Olympic island instead of cities having to like you know turn themselves inside out trying to get shit. Yeah, I there, think it's you know? I think it's a, 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 a it's like that <laughs> on a small scale. It's like that friend that calls you out of nowhere on a Friday night or whatever when you're sitting at home doing your own thing, and they're like, "Hey, can you drive me to the mall and then pick me up?" <laughs> And they live like 10 miles from you and the mall is further away from your house than their house is. I've known people that have done that. And we used to laugh and hang up, but, um, <laughs> but like, that's, that's what it seems like. It's like, oh, we're going to have the Olympics. We're going to make a big deal about picking a place it's going to be. And everybody's like, oh, pick me. Oh, shit. It costs that much money. Yeah. I mean, is they, it, they is were going to really have it, worth it. They were going to have it here in Boston. Like, yeah, which is dumbest fucking thing. Ever. How the fuck is that supposed to work? We have no room as it is. Right. There's nowhere to park now. No. And then you were going to have to drive like 65 miles west for like archery and, and, and right? stuff like that. We don't have a suitable beach for beach volleyball if you're going to do that outside, which you would have to use a fake court. You can't do it on Cali the beach. I'm in California right now, which is probably the second or third best parking space if you want to be at Faneuil Hall right now. <laughs> Oh, you might have to walk a bit. That's yeah. all right. Yeah, your driveway is the best parking. Uh, everybody, everybody I'm talking to right now, your driveway is the best parking for Boston. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just take public transportation. Don't even take an Uber. Take public transportation. Yeah, I would only take a job in Boston if they had on-site parking. Yeah. Because I am not going to be late looking for a parking spot. I will be late because of my own bad decisions. Hey, what did you think of the um the trailer for the uh Marvel What If series? Yeah, that's 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 my jam. I'm looking forward to it. You know what's driving me insane hmm. about it? Everybody getting their shit in a twist because like certain people aren't voicing their characters. Who cares? Exactly. I would Do be surprised, just like Brie Larson's not, not, not voicing Captain Marvel. Fine, she's got other shit to do. She's yeah. got to make another movie. Like, I mean, who the we, fuck cares? We watched the Clone Wars, where in the movie of the cartoon, Sam Jackson and Christopher Lee did their characters, and then right. didn't for the show. And then we had Ian McDermott um, for for a little bit. Um, another actor whose name I can't remember and he did a he did most of the Emperor's stuff and then he unfortunately died and then they got Tim Curry in who I love Tim Curry right bad choice it just because he has that nose thing when he talks yeah. and it just didn't fit well and then you had Sam Witwer come in and it was fucking brilliant 
So don't don't I don't give a shit as long as they sound close. Yeah. I mean, I think the kid that did Anakin's voice, Matt Lanter, did you know, like a better job of Anakin than Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's great. Yeah. Oh, but like, you know, it's just like, oh, Robert Downey Jr.'s not doing it. Is he had a falling out with Marvel? Uh, uh. No, he didn't. It's like, Did shut he? the fuck up. No. That, yeah. What the fuck are it's people talking about? He's not doing the voice. But it, it sounds like these clickbait bullshit articles. Do you know like, why they're not? Because they cost too much. Right. Hemsworth is probably like, yeah, I'll do it because I, I'll, whatever. You know? Yeah, he could do it while he's at the gym. They probably had him record the stuff while he was filming that new Thor movie. Right. Here, just sit in front of this microphone and say this stuff. I don't care. As long as the voices aren't so, like, yeah. you know, so don't, different. That, I, don't want, I don't need my Captain America sounding like Gilbert Godfrey, okay? So well, if you can I mean, that is, that, that's a what-if story right there. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? That would kind of be amazing. Uh, language. <laughs> I can't do his voice. I'm not going to try. <laughs> I can see that voice being like, I'm coming for you, Red Skull. Here we go. Get ready for me to shove my ass in your face. <laughs> uh, no, so, I didn't. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. That trailer looked great. To answer your question. No, I didn't hear any of the bullshit about the voices. Oh, God, so annoying. People need to calm the fuck down. It's like, yeah, because I, I think it was, was like, yeah, it was Brie Larson. There was somebody else and Robert Downey Jr. And then there was this whole thing about Robert Downey Jr.'s, like, Instagram. He's no longer following some of his castmates from some of the Marvel movies. Like, what's going on? It's just like, oh, fucking... What does it matter? Who cares? He, who cares? Exactly. It's so dumb. Maybe he it's doesn't so even dumb. manage his own Instagram. Right. Uh, people oh, are man, way so, too invested in... Sometimes the fans are the most annoying some, part some, of being some, a fan. Sometimes? Right. Sometimes? Yeah. All the times? Uh, yes. So, um, all right, Loki. Yeah. Who's the big bad? Okay. So, I've thought about this. Well, let's go over the episodes first. All right. So, what was the one before this last one? Um, what happened? The episode- oh, it's the how are they going to get out of that planet from being destroyed? Yeah. And they were totally happy not. Yeah. They were resigned to their fate. And then yep. I don't know if they, like, like the show is, is saying, uh, and not the show, but people are saying that they fell in love, which is possible. But I think they're, they, they finally realized they can be, that they're friends. That they just yeah. can care about each other. And that could and be a I, Nexus event, Loki caring about someone else. Right. And sort of thinking outside of himself, and that's the change. Both, because, for both of them, yeah. Yeah. 
exactly. Heretofore, Loki's always been just about, you know, trying his, you know, dealing with his, you know, wanting to be leader of something and yeah. being in charge and doing all this stuff. Um, and now he's he's changing. Yeah. And so and she's breaking that cycle, which mm-hmm. could be a nexus, you know, was, and she's the same way. Right. So um, I saw that guy on Screen Crush. He was he was theorizing that the big bad is an evil version of Loki, and that so Loki. Yeah, so like a but like a more evil version of Loki who created the 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 time variance authority, Um, and now that our Loki is changing and not trying to be all powerful, that's gonna sort of cycle through and prevent the the creation of the TVA. So that's why they're trying to you know, stop all the Lokis. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was something like that. It was a little convoluted, but he didn't think it was Kang that Loki sort of dealing with him changing himself, learning who he is and learning that he can change, um, you know, and changing the cycle of the Lokis, which is to always lose and die and come back and, and all of that. Hmm. Um, sort of fucking up that cycle and um because it's all about loki's arc yeah so as opposed to introducing kang at this point so i thought that was an interesting take it could be it it, it could be it, it's a it's an interesting take i don't i don't think that's i don't think it's thought out because then they well would need enough. a song called it was loki all along yeah yeah, and then, you know, that's... So, all right. What do you think? So, there are a bunch of things that are uh, indicating that it could be Kang. And I think it's uh, it's like a four to one that it's Kang, as far as ratios go. Or odds, okay? And I think that's because... Uh, we had the Kang Q E N G on the Avengers Tower, yeah. Um, which Kang is a company that um, is associated with Kang. Um, yeah, that was like his evil corporation on Earth or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Kang also um, went by the alias of Ramatut when he was traveling through time, conquering people, and then we had the um, the Sphinx and the pyramids. Um, which could be uh, from another Kang um, that was eliminated. And the last thing is Alioth, the uh, the Guardian, um, works with Kang. Okay. So there's all those possibilities. It could be that uh, Kang was just a red herring all along, but um, a little clue reference, going back to Tim Curry there. Um, <laughs> it could be uh, Ravona Renslayer. It She's could, the other one I was thinking. Yep. I would love that. Could be a. a I'm going to call the whoever's in the castle. I'm, I'll call them the 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 prime version. Um, okay. So it could be like a Ravona prime, but we also saw that she put on a sash 
um, after like halfway through the episode when and she she was looking and acting a little different wasn't she a little bit more sort of authoritative yeah yeah so i don't know something's going on there um and it is possible that there's more than one of her running around um clearly owen wilson's character mobius was taken from the 90s um because he definitely, definitely rode jet skis. Yeah. And let's see. Kang, right, Ravona. Um, it could be a character that's not hinted toward, but I do think there's a two-to-one chance that it is a prime Loki. And... I think that because most of the people that have been um, disintegrated there by the TVA have been Lokis. So I think maybe this prime Loki is the successful one, the one that, that fulfilled every aspect and was smart enough and outsmarted everybody. And they achieved their goals and they went into um into this area to um watch and prune all of the other lokis so they would be the only one so that no other loki can stop them um because that's what lokis do they are self-defeating and i think at this point now we're we're literally self-defeating like another one comes in and defeats you as we saw with the fight in the weird bowling alley. They all defeated each other, pretty much. Yeah, I thought that was a great scene. I really, really liked that. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot going on there. Oh, God, yeah. So, I guess in order, um, I mean, and it could be a Mobius, but that's that just doesn't, that this doesn't feel right because we've only ever seen one of him. And then, um, I mean, if you really want to get weird, it could be the guy who asked, what's a fish? That would be awesome. That was one of the best lines in that entire series. <laughs> but where did, he, like a fish. where did he come fish? from that he doesn't know what a fish is? Yeah. And where is he gone? We haven't seen him. Yeah. Since. He's just he's just plugging away at his desk. Uh, that was great. Said he was gonna gut me like a fish. What's a fish? <laughs> so, what's also happened that hasn't been reversed is um, Sylvie time bombed all those different areas. Yeah, right? Yeah. What became of that? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you, maybe that is like going to be a big part of what happens with Doctor Strange and the multiverse. He's got to go clean up a bunch of, you know, shit from when she did that. Maybe. Yeah. I also think and I and I and I don't I don't have any doubts about this that. Well, OK, I don't have any doubts that she is um, it. she's modeled on Enchantress and quite possibly will become the character enchantress yeah um but i also am thinking that it's it's possible that 
her Nexus event was not being a Loki and being Enchantress. Okay. Because she was adopted, right? So Odin was supposed to adopt Loki. And they adopted somebody completely different, but... But wait, was that just a timeline thing? I don't know. I mean that's 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 what that's what they showed us, right? That she was there playing with the um with the with the Viking boat and they came and got her. Yeah. So maybe it was she, once she got old enough and um she started to do a uh get her her magic skills into a usable power set. Maybe that's when um when it triggered, you know, like like mutants for uh Professor X, you know, they're they're not a danger until until they manifest their powers. Yeah. That's true. So, I mean, um she had the um the rings on her on her bracers when she's in the car, you can see that. Um and and Enchantress's outfit has always been rings topped one like one on top of the other, going up her legs, going up her arms, she's blonde. She enchants people. I mean that that right there. They're calling yeah. it enchanting. So, and I also don't see them holding hands as a as a romantic thing. I I think it's it's more of a um, it's it's a friendship thing. But when they're when they're We're enchanting in this together, yeah, when they're enchanting Alioth, they are um, touching to like amplify each other's abilities. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got to tell you, though, I thought like the first time I watched that, it was a little like, I don't know, that whole just sort of standing in a field against a big thing. That scene for me went a little too long. Mm. You know, Richard E. Grant, God, love him. He was amazing. Oh, best, um, best. The, oh, so uh, good. Almost the best Loki ever. Oh man, he sold um, that outfit like nobody's fucking right? business. Holy shit, man! He so he good. is such an example of what the Avengers, what Marvel movies would have looked like in the seventies. Yeah, right. He's yeah. so good. And he what is. I loved about all three of those is you had boastful Loki. And Kid Loki and an old Loki and then Alligator Loki, but that's a different story. All three of them look like they were drawn by different artists. Didn't yeah. they? Yeah. So, so interesting. And I loved that like Richard E. Grant, he's older now, so he's gained a bit of weight. And they put him in spandex, and you can see his fat, like just his a little bit of chub, and it's like yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, of course totally. he would be because he ran and hid. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so good. And I do like Kid Loki a lot. Um, We're probably gonna see him in um, Young Avengers, right? Yeah, that's, that's what they're the saying. S- you got you got Wanda's two kids. However, they'll come back. You have uh, Kate from uh, the upcoming um, Hawkeye show. And we got Kid Loki, and it's all gonna. It's they're setting up their the new team, which is great. Yeah. So that works. Just wait till they're a little bit older, and everything will be fine. 
Uh, yeah. So it's really good. I'm really looking forward to Wednesday. What's next, though? Like, oh, next is uh, what if in uh, August, right? Oh, okay. So, um, did you watch Black Widow? Of course. Any good? Oh, you haven't seen it? No. Oh, um, yes. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. And uh, Florence Pugh made the fucking movie. She's great. I love her. I Yeah, I've liked her. I didn't know I liked her because I saw her in some other stuff. But she can look so different from, from movie to movie um, yeah. that sometimes I didn't realize it was her until I, until I go and look it up. But she... If, you know, the rumors are, okay, well, she could be the next uh, Black Widow uh, in the Avengers. And I'm like, yeah, fucking go for it. Because her attitude in this movie and the way she approaches situations is, it's so perfect. She would get along great with Thor, I think. I liked her in Midsummer. Yeah. Um, So that's like where she really caught my eye. Okay. Um, And then I caught her on Instagram. I saw some story about her and then I started following her Instagram. Yeah. And then I find out that she's like been dating Zach Braff for a long time. Yeah. And that people were giving her shit about the age difference. And she's like, um, fuck you. I'll date who I want to date. I'm not being quote taken advantage of. Yeah. No, I I don't, (laughs) I don't, I don't, I never really gave a shit about the age difference as long as they're both, you know, Adults. Yeah, exactly. It's like who cares? But it's like, ugh, Zach Braff. That's that's where it hit me. Hey. Like that guy seems like a piece of crap. The heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah, that's right? true. That's true. And you know, you got to go through relationships that are both good and bad. And who's to say what this one is? If they're happy, who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. It doesn't change her. Yeah, no, yeah. she's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so that's good. I'm glad that that. Yeah, I'm hearing good things about the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was all over the place. Like, oh, who's who's Taskmaster? What's the big deal with this character? What's going on? Because I always like the character in the comics, and uh, I, I was, I was, uh, I was, I was okay with it. I was pretty happy with it, the way everything went. It made sense within the movie, and that's that's yeah, the most you could ask for. I haven't gotten to it yet. Mm. I'm toying with the idea of actually going to a movie theater. Mm. Okay. There are um, there are places. There's. I went into uh, went into a supermarket the other day. Yeah. And well, there's one supermarket that I go to. It's similar to like a Whole Foods. It's called Sprouts. Okay. Right. So, and on the door it says, "Oh." Um, our fully vaccinated guests can, you know, have the option of not wearing a mask. I'm like, all right. So when you go in and I chose to not wear the mask. So, and most people had chosen the same thing. I'm like, all right. But then there was another one I went to where there was no sign on the door in either direction. Okay. And like maybe it was about split people who had them and people who didn't. Okay. So I thought I just it's just interesting to uh, to see staff were wearing them. Okay. So I thought that was that was cool. That's how it is in the Starbucks I go to. The staff is wearing them, but um, people are less and less wearing them. Mm. Um. So, so yeah, 
it's a, it's a really interesting change. It's a weird feel. It's strange because like after what, it's been a year and change that we've been doing the mask thing. Yeah. And it's strange. Like it's notable that like when you don't have it, it's just like, oh, it feels like something's missing. Yeah. So it's just strange how quickly that becomes a habit. So, and then you hear reports that most of the deaths from this variant, this new, the Delta variant Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. are coming from people who aren't vaccinated. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Who would have known? How did that happen? (laughs) Fuck. So there's a part of me that's just like, all right, cool. Yeah, I guess it saves everybody the trouble from, you know, getting hit by a car or dying accidentally. You just walk right into it, you fucking morons. Yeah. Yeah. Completely preventable at this point. Yeah. So that's hilarious. Y'all want to be dipshits? Fucking be dipshits. I don't care. Just fucking don't come up here. I I don't. I don't. Yeah, there's I don't I don't have the words to fully explain how fucking stupid these people are. They're like dead stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I just like why? All right. Why? 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 Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Exactly. And again, I've, I've probably talked about it on this show before where I, uh, there's, uh, this thing, this Instagram thing I follow, it's called overheard LA or overheard city. It's like different cities and stuff. Uh-huh. And it's just like, Oh, I don't want to do the vaccine. I don't know what's in it. It's just like, I've seen you do cocaine off of a, like off of the toilet seat in a bar. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get the fucking vaccine. Yeah. I just just don't get it. But you know what? Hey, natural selection is doing its job. Yeah. The only problem with this whole thing is this Delta variant. If if it's allowed to uh, run uh, wild in these states where people aren't getting vaccinated, then we're going to have another variant and another variant. And it's going to then we're going to need a new vaccine for us. The people that, you know, were fucking smart and took care of ourselves. Because it's gonna it's gonna evolve past the point of 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 what we've done being effective, and then we're fucked because of a bunch of stupid fucking people that can't believe in science. And Jesus will save yeah. me. Jesus is the only protection I need. Well, then fucking oh, go to Jesus Island, all right? And just speaking of of stupid fucking crazy people, um, the pillow guy is saying that uh, Trump is going to be reinstated on August thirteenth. Yeah, he's been saying that. Because <laughs> that's a thing yeah. that happens. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait. I can't wait. And then there was some um, some venue in California that when they found out that Matt Getz and um, uh, fucking crazy woman Green yeah. were going to be the speakers at some event, the venue is just like, 
yeah, no, we're canceling this. We're not doing this bullshit. Ah, Fuck you. Really? Yeah. And it's so funny because the organization, like doing the event, like freedom, some bullshit is just like, no, we're going to, uh, well, we're going to find another a venue. Uh, we change venues and uh, we're going to announce another venue. It's just like you idiots. Where? A public uh, park? Like, where are you going to go? Where could they possibly uh, hold this that people would be like, yeah, that's cool. Oh, it's just so, so, but hey, yay to that venue for going, yeah, we don't want to be associated with this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame them at all. You, you don't have to host. Um, yeah. But then these are the, they'll get the complaints from people that are like, oh, well, you know, you, you should just comply because you're a business. And then you follow that up with bake me a gay cake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, bake me a gay cake. <laughs> yeah, management reserves the right to refuse service. Like, isn't that yeah. isn't that what it's come to? Yeah. So whether you like it, that's the thing. Is like, oh, free speech for me, not for you. That's 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 how they. That's well, how, it's like that's Trump how the right his, thinks about it. Trump and his stupid lawsuits against like Twitter and Facebook and all that oh, bullshit. Man. It's just like they don't have to let you. It's their business. Fuck you. I so want these lawsuits to go forward because I want to see them basically put his words on trial. That's what'll happen, won't it? It'll never get to trial. Someone no, somewhere's no, going to be just like, been, "No, we're throwing this out." This is a yeah, waste there's of time. there's no way this that 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 they even need to entertain this because it's platform. It's a public. It's a, it's a it's a private company. You're using a public service from them, right? And they don't have. They're not the government, so it's not censorship, right? It's them protecting their brand and uh, stopping you from killing people. You fucking orange idiot. Anywho. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I got nothing else to talk about. I've watched. What else have I been watching? Not much. Okay. I did watch episode <laughs> seven again, so that was fun. Yeah. Sort of. I don't think I've gone back. I think I watched uh, Last Jedi a couple times, but I don't think I um, have watched Rise of Skywalker um, beginning to end since I saw it in the theater. Yeah, I think I've seen all three of them at least twice. You know, because you got to do at least that. Yeah, and you know what? I'm not even upset that I didn't like it because uh, the one I saw when I was a kid is mine. That's the one I like. So, whatever. You, you mean know? your childhood didn't get destroyed? No. No love those people yeah if your childhood's ruined because of something new i think you need to talk to somebody about that ruin my childhood because ray was able to do a thing no ruining childhood is the problem what ruins your childhood is when you find out that your uncle molested you that ruins your childhood yeah fucking people it only ruins it if you allow it to right exactly and you know what? I, I went. I saw Rogue One and Solo, and I enjoyed them. I'm. I probably have gone back and watched each of those a couple times since they've come out. Yeah. Um, 
but I have no problem with my go-tos being the original trilogy because, uh, yeah, I, I, like I said before, I still collect six inch figures here. And, um, I think, I think the ones I'm, I'm picking up now are, um, what are they? The, um, the, the ones from the Mandalorian, uh, original trilogy. And, um, <clears throat> I, I do have on order all four of the Bad Batch, the original Bad Batch clones, because I like I like their armor. Oh, that's cool. Um, but I, I don't go f- I don't go much outside of that. I'm looking around to see if I I have a, I have all the the crew from Rebels because they made them and Thrawn, but it's mostly I would say eighty five percent is um, original trilogy era. Yeah. And that's, you know, first of all, it helps cut down on trying to track all these fucking things down without toy stores existing. <laughs> and then I I only pick up a figure every every few months. So that's perfectly fine. And then, you know, I yeah. pre-order them so I don't even have to worry about it. They just show up in the mail and I'm like, oh, cool. We, um, actually today we just released our episode where, um, where we talked about Harrison Ford. Yep. And um, it was just this gush fest about Han Solo and uh, Indiana Jones. Because, you know, he's just, you know, he means yeah. a lot. Yeah. You know, it's like your guy. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, what do you think about this new Indiana Jones they're filming? filming? Um, I'll be in. I, I, didn't hate the fourth one and this will be really interesting mm. um i'll be really curious to see what they do afterwards i give a lot of credit to harrison ford for you know jumping back into the fedora um but i really i really hope that when this is it like this is it like <gasps> just be done yeah. with the character or like go back and and sort of do like the young Indiana Jones thing. Mm. I don't want to see a thing where like his son picks up the mantle, blah, blah, blah. Like there's a lot of stuff that they could do beforehand when he's younger and then like find another actor to do that stuff. Maybe, maybe one of his students. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would be better. I'd be better with a student picking up the thing. But then again, it's just like, you know what? After Indiana Jones, like, the, the next logical thing is, oh, like Uncharted, because that's, yeah you know, that whole game series yeah will come out. I just, like, you don't have to totally, um, I don't know, beat that dead horse. Yeah. So um, I'll be really curious to see what the story for this next one is. And if they're going to continue with the Indiana Jones brand, then go go back. Like those young Indiana Jones episodes were a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do, do, you know, sort of reboot that. And we all know how I feel about reboots, but at least go hmm. back to, go back to younger, get another actor doing it younger. Um, just, um, but even one of his students, uh, yeah, that would be a tough sell for me because you haven't seen him at all have any student yeah that's true you know but that's that's how you could actually work it you could still 
have Harrison Ford in the beginning of it as an older teacher now, an older professor who can't go out and do the stuff anymore. And that inspires a student to go out and do it. Yeah, it could be. You know, a kid comes to him with a question or he's curious about something. Yeah. You know, if the story's right. And again, that's what it all comes down to, if the story's right. Right. Um, so, and in terms of story, Spielberg is, you know, pretty good. And for all of his faults, Lucas with story, direction is another thing, but Lucas Luke, yeah, with story. Lucas though, Lucas, though, with the overall story. Yeah, yeah, it's, big it's broad the details. Strokes. It's the details that weigh him yeah, down. Yeah, he gets bogged down in technology and and all that other stuff. And we so. know he's not good with dialogue. Not so, really. Right. So, so yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens. But I'm looking forward to the next movie. Mm. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, so I, we'll I just want to know what the subtitle is and then nothing else until it comes out. Yeah. And it's got to take place, what, probably in the mid-60s, right? If we're going to keep him the same age, then the last one was, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. And that was in the 50s. Right. So, yeah, mid-60s, all right. So it's Jerry so Garcia's bong? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. I have nothing else on my list. <laughs> well, shit, I guess we're done then. I guess we're done. We didn't really is... talk about Loki all that much. Well, the thing, I mean, it's like, like, like speculation. It could be this. It could be this. It could be this. And it's just, ugh. I'm right. loving what they're doing. Yeah. All the little Easter egg stuff in there is great. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, next week's show, when we do next week's show, we'll be able to either celebrate or beat the shit out of whatever they decided to do in the final episode. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. It is entirely possible, too, that where they're going is also a false front for something else. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, you're dealing with time travel and all sorts of different, you know, timelines. Yeah. They could do whatever they want, and it could potentially not matter. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's what uh, that's what I think. That what if show will get us used to the notion mm. that so many other things could or you know shoulda woulda yeah happen. Yeah. So I will say I think it's a like a five hundred thousand to one shot that it's Doctor Doom on the other side of that. Yeah, I don't think it'll be Doom. No, I don't either. But I'm just trying to think of characters that would be really awesome to have on the other side of that of that portal. Yeah, Doom would be a good one. Um, Ken, Howard the obviously. Duck. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Howard the Duck. I always hated you. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo. I mean, it is possible too, given that we saw Sif and how much Sif hates him. That it's a Sif. That's like a million to one. Yeah. Um, it could be Great a Thor. Sif. Yeah. Could be. I mean, he's wronged so many people. Yeah. I mean, fuck, it could be Thanos. He, If he has the gauntlet, he has the ability to do that. Right. 
Yeah, it could be anybody. Uh, and I'm I'm leaning toward either like Loki mm. or Kang. Those those are probably the two most likely. Yeah. Yeah. But so. if Kang's there, uh, Ravona, I think, should be with him, but a different version yeah. of her. Yeah, she should definitely be, um, you know, in on it. And I think she is. Well, she is linked to him through, uh, through right. all the comics. So that's why I'm thinking that. Yeah. And I think right. at the end, I think at the end, she, uh, Sylvie's already complained about her costume. And uh, she enchants people, so I think that will be the final thing with her: is she will change her costume and take on a new name. <laughs> it has she has to. I mean, she's the one big character from the Thor comics that has never shown up. So, I think that has to happen. I I would be a little disappointed if it wasn't at least hinted at. Yeah. Well, I mean, fuck, it's been hinted at since the beginning, but whatever. all right folks everyone have a great weekend or a great week and go get vaccinated and wear a mask don't be an idiot yeah please convince people (laughs) to get vaccinated if they haven't been yeah so all right and whatever that noise is going on in the background there is driving me nuts so i'm done (laughs) okay well it's hot in here so i put the air conditioner on so yeah (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. So, you have a movie for me? Yes, sir, I do. I was thinking we could do a Black Widow movie. Oh. That's, did you not see Avengers Endgame? Cause I have terrible news. No, I did see that movie, actually. Okay. Yeah, see, I figure we could set the movie a couple of years in the past, you know, when it would have made more sense to make it. Oh, yeah, why did we wait so long to do this? Well, remember that whole leaked email situation with the old Marvel Studios head Ike Perlmutter where he was like, female-led superhero movies don't make money, and he listed a bunch of examples? Shh, nope, nope, sh- stop. But then Wonder Woman was a success, so I was asked to take a look at our female character roster again. Stop, stop. Stop talking. Oh, sorry. Are we not saying that out loud? We're, just, we're gonna take that again, okay? Why did it take us so long to do this? I don't know. Oh, fair enough. Better late than never, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me about the movie. Well, I figure we could get more grounded with the Black Widow movie, you know? Ah, we're gonna do a more grounded movie about the lady who jumped off a cliff on planet Vormir after a red-faced war criminal who's now a space ghost explained that that was the only way to get her hands on the magic rock she wanted before a muscle-bound purple alien got it and completed his power glove. Yes. I love it. Well, great. So I figured we could have this whole big marketing campaign where ScarJo is like, you think you know Black Widow? Think again. So we're gonna learn a bunch of new stuff about her? Like, how does she get that vest that she wears in Infinity War? Oh, people love retroactively learning how characters they know got certain pieces of clothing we've seen them wear. Oh, I certainly hope they do, sir, because we've been really leaning into that for the past five years or so. We have, yeah. We're also gonna shed some new light on the character. Like, for example, did you know she went on a little adventure between Civil War and Infinity War? Oh, neat. Yeah, so it turns out when Natasha was a kid, she had, like, a fake family in Ohio, but they were actually Russian 
operatives living undercover. Okay. And then we're gonna jump forward in time and Natasha's on the run from General Ross because of the Sokovia Accords. He's from some of the other movies. He is, it's all connected. Wow, 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 wow. So she heads to the safe house in Norway and unknowingly picks up a little box of vials of antidote. An antidote? Yeah, see, it turns out her fake sister Yelena was also a widow operative being chemically controlled by this place called the Red Room, right? Right. And she ended up coming in contact with this stuff called the Red Dust, which freed her from her mind control agent. Ah, gotcha. So Natasha's unknowingly driving with this stuff and suddenly a massive explosive hits her car and flips it a bunch of times. Oh my god, is she okay? Yeah, I mean, she's a superhero, right? Yeah, but that sounds like something that would probably kill a non-superpowered being and Natasha doesn't have superpowers. Oh uh, yeah, whoops, whoopsie. Okay, so to be honest, now that I think of it, there are several scenes in this movie where as a non-superpowered individual, she should definitely be killed, but she's not gonna. It would be better story-wise if she didn't die. Yeah, because we already know when she dies anyway, so then she's gonna get attacked by this villain called Taskmaster. Oh, people love that character. Very cool mimicking capabilities, entertaining personality. Yeah, so I figure we could do like a Deadpool kind of thing. Yeah, bring a character that people love to the big screen in an enjoyable way, sure. Uh, no, I meant like a Deadpool and X-Men Origins Wolverine kind of thing. Oh, turn the character into a mind-controlled killing machine with no speaking lines or personality traits. Yeah, that works too. Great. So then what happens? Well, Natasha escapes with the vials and goes to see her fake sister, and they start fighting when they see each other. Why? Because it's been a couple of minutes since the last action scene. Gotcha. And so Natasha finds out that this bad Russian guy, Drakov, who she thought she killed years ago, is actually still alive and still running the Red Room. Okay. And by the way, I was thinking we could get Ray Winstone to play him. Oh, he's great. Can he do a Russian accent? Doesn't matter. It matters a little. Nope. So then they realize they need to break their fake father, Alexei, out of jail because he probably knows where the Red Room is. All right. So then these guards fire hundreds of bullets at Yelena, who's in a helicopter, and Natasha jumps down to help her dad. Very exciting. So then they all manage to fly away just as an avalanche is just destroying the prison. Well, well, thank God the hundreds of bullets didn't affect the helicopter in any way. Yeah, it worked out great. So I guess a bunch of people are probably killed in that avalanche, huh? Were they all bad guys? Uh, yeah. You sure? I'm sure some of those guards were just people working there to try to feed their families. Uh, sir, we're on to the next scene, so don't worry about that. Oh, okay. So it turns out Alexi doesn't actually know where the Red Room is, so they have to go see their fake mother, Melina. Okay, sure. And it turns out she's still working for the Red Room, but then her and Natasha have a heart-to-heart, -heart, and that seems to change everything for her. So what do they do? Uh, well, they secretly use those face mask things to swap appearances. Well, why do they switch appearances? Well, because this way Natasha can get close to Drakov. Does that work? Now, he sees right through the disguise and pulls the mask off pretty much immediately. Right, so why do they swap faces? Well, because Melina's the one who designed the cells in the Red Room, so she's able to open them up. Do you think maybe it might have been easier to just explain to Natasha how to open the cell instead of having her impersonate a woman she hasn't seen in several decades? Maybe, but so now Natasha has to go up against Drakov and Taskmaster, who we're gonna reveal is Drakov's daughter. Oh. Okay. No, see, this is kind of a big deal because Natasha always assumed she killed her when she was a little girl as kind of intentional collateral damage when killing Drakov. Natasha intentionally killed a child? Yeah, well, the child didn't really die, so morally we're all good. Well, so then we're gonna flash back to Melina explaining to Natasha that you can't actually hurt Drakov. Why? Because he implemented a pheromone blocker in all the widows, so if you can smell him, you can't hurt him. What? It's basic science, sir. If you can smell him, you can't fire a gun at him. Is that basic science? 
It is, yeah, because that's why I wrote that in here. So Natasha has to hold her breath? No, because see, Molina explains that's not enough. You gotta sever a nerve right here. Couldn't she just kind of stand on the other side of the room far away from him, fire a gun from there? Nope. But probably, though? Pheromones. Oh, very far-reaching pheromones, so it's gonna be tough for her to hurt him, huh? Actually, it's gonna be super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Oh, really? Yeah, see, she smashes her face on a table, and that severs the nerve. Oh, surgical head smashing is tight. But so then Drakov manages to bring in all the brainwashed widows, and they start attacking Natasha. Oh, no. But then Yelena uses the antidote on all of them, and all their free will comes back. Oh, very nice of her. And Melina blows up a main engine of the Red Room sky base, so the whole thing starts to fall. Uh-oh. Yeah, and then Yelena blows up the plane that Drakov was trying to escape on. And she was able to do that, despite the pheromones? Sure, and so then Black Widow dives after her as she plummets towards Earth, but Taskmaster starts attacking again. And not one piece of the massive, actively crumbling sky base lands on them. That's what we're going with. So then they land, but Natasha manages to use the antidote on Taskmaster, and so everything's great now. So nobody died in the massive collapse? Yeah, just every single one of the bad characters and not a single one of the good or redeemed characters. Oh, well, great. So then instead of escaping with her family, Natasha decides to stay behind and be captured by General Ross. Oh, yeah, she can't go with her family. She's got to be in a couple of other movies. So then two weeks later, she meets up with her friend who got her a Quinjet. Wait, wasn't she just captured by Ross? What happened there? I don't know. Oh, fair enough. And then during the credits, we're going to have this scene where Yelena is at Natasha's grave and this character, Contessa Valentina, shows up with a mission for her. What's the mission? Sign up for Disney+. Plus. Very exciting. Yeah, it's going to be very exciting. People are going to be like, who is this character? It's going to be this big reveal. Oh, that's going to be a big reveal. Really add a lot to the end credits, unless we decide to reveal it in a streaming show first. What? 